Ladies and gentlemen, this is featuring Jeff Goldblum, featuring me, Tyler. And featuring me, Janine Bray. <laughs> featuring me, Austin Armstrong. Perfect. Welcome back, guys. Hey, and, and uh, happy, happy no recall day. Yay. It's official. Yay. California is still democratic. I voted for, who did I vote for, Austin? Uh, Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Well, he was everybody's write-in backup choice, right? Yeah, exactly. With 12% of the vote, if it was a true recall, we might have had Kermit. Yeah. There's a good chance. Yeah. I heard statistically that 48% of Californians did put Kermit as their write-in answer. Yep. I heard Myself statistically included. that 96% of Americans would prefer a frog over... <laughs> <laughs> I heard that as well. I yeah. would not be surprised by that at all, actually. Yeah, yeah sounds about right. Yeah. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I do. You know you, you, fo- follow, you follow yourself, yourself on Instagram? On Instagram? <laughs> no, you That's know healthy. I prefer a frog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. Big frog lady. Yeah, big frog lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call me. Yep. <laughs> well, we're back. We're happy to be back. We're a day late. We're probably a buck short in advertising now, mm-hmm. but literally, we are. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> we are here. Uh, a big announcement this week. I don't know if you guys know, but you remember the movie Twins? Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito. Yep. Yeah, it's about me and Larissa. Hello. Yep, they're making a sequel. That movie came out in 1988. They're officially making Triplets, the sequel. Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger are back with now Tracy Morgan as their third oh my brother. Gosh. <laughs> Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Tracy Morgan is the third triplet in the newest. Uh, supposedly, they've been planning on this since 2012. Wow. They're finally announcing now and starting shooting in January 2022. Original director Ivan Reitman at the helm. They originally had Eddie Murphy cast as the third brother. Uh, and Eddie Murphy supposedly had an instrumental role in conceiving the idea for the sequel. But uh, coming to America to... He is so booked up that he uh, decided to drop out, and Tracy Morgan... They're doing a Coming to America 2? They already did it. They already did it. It It came out on Amazon. It was all right. It was a lot like Coming to America, but things were funnier in the 80s than they are now. It just doesn't... didn't age as well. That was the peak of his humor, too. His stand-up was Oh, you know, speaking of humor... um, Norm MacDonald died. Uh, Yeah, Turd Ferguson. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's an oversized hat. It's funny. Sad. Yeah, it sucks. Actually, 61 or 62? 61, yeah. Yeah, Not old. Not old. Do we know cause of death? Cancer. Poor guy. But he had a quote saying, like, if it's a if it's the cancer that kills me, it's not really the cancer that kills me because when I die, the cancer dies too, and then it's a zero for zero or something like that. Oh, that's that's a good, (laughs) good, decent quote. I like that. Well, I'm going to quickly, in honor of Mr. Norm MacDonald, I'm going to give you uh, a few of his funniest moments, oh, okay. according to YouTube. Yeah. YouTube's a pretty valid source. Mm-hmm. I think so. I get all my politics off YouTube. I get all my frogs off YouTube. And the onion. He was 61 years old. Yeah. Too young. Oh, here you go, Austin. <laughs> Here's his, his moment on SNL. Celebrity Jeopardy. Celebrity Jeopardy. Before we begin the double Jeopardy round, I'd like to ask our contestants once again, please refrain from using ethnic slurs. <laughs> that said, let's take a look at the scores. 
Sean Connery has set a new Jeopardy record with negative $230,000. You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? What with your Dago mustache and your greasy hair? Look, what did I just say about ethnic slurs? Oh, man. From third rock from the sun, French Stewart in second place with negative $17,000. I'm a late bloomer, Alex, and in double jeopardy, I'm gonna bloom. Is that a young Jimmy sure Fallon? Yeah. Oh, that was Jimmy Fallon. Back again, Burt Reynolds in a commanding lead Here's with Norm. $14. Yeah. Hey, hey uh, check out the podium. Look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Turd Ferguson. It's a funny name. <laughs> Great. Let's. <laughs> Wasn't okay. What's the Norm Macdonald movie with Chris Farley? And there's something about oh my god, a Shanghai whore. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not. It's not a. Uh, what's his famous? No, I'm thinking of one with David Spade. Maybe Norm Macdonald was in it too. Was Norm Macdonald the other lead? Black it's, Sheep. It's like Chris Farley has a scene in the Norm. It's called like Hard Day at Work or Monday Suck or something <laughs> like that. Hard Day at Work. Monday Hard suck. Day at Work. Monday Suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tuesday Suck too. The sequel yeah. also featuring Norm Macdonald. It's got. Chris Farley, and he's like, and I had my nose bit off by a Shanghai whore. This sounds familiar. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's like not PC to say, but. Nothing was. They got away with a lot more back then. Let's look this up. Well, here's. Dirty work. Dirty work. Dirty work. work. Oh, that is Monday suck. (laughs) (laughs) Work is hard. (laughs) So uh, here we go. One more for Norm. Uh, This is Norm McDonald's. Extra dry moth joke. It's racked up over a million views. Okay. You ready for this? Let's hear it. Here's a moth joke from Norm, and then we'll move on. R.A.P. Norm. I'm sitting with Norm McDonald, and now not all your material comes uh, from the, from the news. Is that right? You know, no. You, some you, of my material comes. My strongest material comes from real life. Real life? Like, for instance, today I was driving in a, a car. Mm-hmm. You were kind enough to bring a car to bring this old chunk of coal here to the studio. <laughs> We send we send cars for our guests. Yeah. Yeah. So I got in it, and that's I, you know I get material that way. So my driver, what do you mean? What, 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 how do you get material that way? You get in the car, and what happens? Uh, my driver tells me a joke. <laughs> <laughs> the driver we sent to pick you up told you a joke. Yeah. And you're going to tell it now on the show. Yeah, that's how I get a lot of my material. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why don't we just have him on next time? Uh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Oh, wait till you hear me do it. <laughs> so the guy, he goes, uh, uh-huh. he, uh, I say, uh, I'll be the guy. Okay. Uh, a moth, <laughs> a moth goes into a podiatrist's office. A moth goes into a podiatrist's office. Right. You are correct. <laughs> a moth goes into a podiatrist's office, mm-hmm. and uh, the podiatrist's office says, what's the problem? And the moth says, what's the problem? Where do I begin, man? He goes, I go to work for uh, Gregory Olinovich, and uh, all day long I work. <laughs> Honestly, Doc, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I don't even know if Gregory Olinovich knows. He only knows that he has power over me, and that seems to bring him happiness. But I don't know. I wake up in a malaise, and I, I walk here and there. And the podiatrist says, oh, yeah? 
And the moth goes, yes. And he goes, uh, at night I, I sometimes wake up and I turn to some old lady in my bed that's on my arm. A lady that I once loved, Doc. I don't know where to turn to. My youngest, Alexandria. <laughs> she, she fell in the, in, the, in the cold of last year. <laughs> the cold took her down as it did many of us. <laughs> and my other boy. <laughs> and this is the hardest pill to swallow, Doc. My other boy, Gregario. <laughs> Ivan I no longer love him. <laughs> as much as it pains me to say, when I look in his eyes, all I see is the same cowardice that I, that I catch when I take a glimpse of my own face in the mirror. <laughs> if only the cowardice was stronger, then perhaps... <laughs> Perhaps I could bring myself to reach over to that cocked and loaded gun that lays on the bedside behind me. <laughs> and in this hellish facade once How long a all, drive was this? <laughs> Do you live in the valley? Where do you live? <laughs> Please, sorry. He says, Doc. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a spider, even though I'm a moth. <laughs> just barely hanging on to my web with an everlasting fire underneath me I'm not feeling good and so the, moss, the, the doctor says moth man you're troubled but you should be seeing a psychiatrist why on earth did you come here and then the moth said because the light was on <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Norm McDonald. R.I.P. Yeah. That guy was a genius. Oh, man. All right. Um, you guys want to take a little trip into the vibe of the world, see what's going on? Just yeah. Take a peek on the world at large? I forgot we were doing a podcast. So I was just in. Yeah. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> we're just going to watch videos today. Yeah. <laughs> it's Norm Day. We did have an episode like that where we just listened to music. We did. Somebody <laughs> actually, uh, somebody sent me a message through featuring Jeff Goldblum letting us know... Uh, they they enjoyed our Cindy Lauper impression. Oh, good. Uh, all right, vibe of the world, everybody. Here we go. Go. Starting off the day with a bang. They found a new type of fly. It's rainbow colored. Oh, I know about this fly. Yeah, it's rainbow colored and uh, it's from Australia and they decided to name it. Australian entomologists announced they've named the fly species after RuPaul, yes. the titan of drag queens. Yes. RuPaul is so influential now, he gets a fly named after him, a whole species. So is it called a drag fly or is it called a RuPaul <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, I believe it's a RuPaul. It's a, it's a RuPaul. RuPaul. Oh, Ru. Uh, Brian Lessard is the one who named him. He's known as Bry the Fly Guy in the scientific circles. Bry the Fly <laughs> yep. Guy. Yep. He, uh, he decided to name it uh, RuPaul after watching a whole lot of RuPaul's Drag Race while nice. he was uh, examining the specimen under the microscope. So it's like, what's it look? Oh, it's, it is like rainbowy colored. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's like very trippy. What's that called? Like the oil spill colors? Iridescent? Iridescent. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
These species would have burnt and no one would have cared if I hadn't given them a name, he says. That's first up on my list. Uh, actually, this one's kind of cool, too. Uh, us Californians at least know that there's been some pretty gnarly fires. Once again. Uh, Caldor Fire. Uh, you see all this stuff about different devastation, but this person wrapped their entire house in aluminum foil, and it survived the fire. What? No yeah, way. Fire ripped through this town, and this dude, before he evacuated, <laughs> covered literally his whole house in aluminum foil. There's pictures of it here. And uh, he survived the fire completely. What? Yeah. Quick thinking, crafty homeowner affixed material to the exterior of the cabin and effectively covered the entire structure and kept it from burning. That could be a billion dollar idea. Right? I know, right? Aluminum slip covers for your house yeah. during a fire. Wow. So, uh, I guess the Forest Service in the U.S. has been using this specialized uh, style for a long time to protect historic buildings. There's like a real market for this fires at is a company that produces fire resistant foil that can cover your house these are like real big ones this guy like did it with aluminum foil but yeah. this the fires at company actually provides this that you can buy it's about seven hundred dollars per roll it's probably a huge sheet though yeah yeah i would imagine so to cover a house it's probably made it's probably like 30 feet wide tyler loves aluminum he does. I do. I'm obsessed with I'm it. I'm just everything aluminum. Everything aluminum. I like aluminum too. Yeah. yeah. Why not, right? It's Chewing light. It's strong. It. It's make light. It. It's strong. It's, it's really effective with everything. Works, it works as a candy. You can make helmets out yeah, of it. Yeah, protect you from the aliens. Yeah. I'm watching a lot of X-Files too. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. been good. Oh, I love the X-Files. What's your favorite episode? Oh, I'm going back through them now, so I'm only in season two. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's those, so good. haircuts. Oh, man. And those in season cuts. two... Young Mulder looking fly. Oh, he looks so good. He's got yeah. a little bit of like the fuzziness still mm-hmm. up top. The, like, I don't gel my hair at all. I just yeah. woke up like this look. It's mm-hmm. good. I was really surprised in... Uh, what was he in? Californication? Yeah. Yes. Like, how young he looked in that. Well, I mean, I think he was preserved by, like, alcohol yeah. for a yeah, long they, time. They, oh, gotcha. But they, now he's not looking too hot, but Julian Anderson still looks, looks amazing. Looks great. Yeah. yeah. Hmm, maybe the aliens got him. They're like, we're going to keep you guys around. You know yeah. too much. It's yeah. possible. I mean, stuff's getting real. They got separated now in the seasons, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Mulder and Scully work separately because the X-Files got closed, but he's still finding ways to... In season two? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, I like the one where they pretend to be a suburban couple. <laughs> Remember that one? There's like a shit monster mm-hmm. that kills all the... A shit monster. Yeah. There's some... Yeah. There's some good ones. They definitely mm-hmm. stretched on that show a lot. I loved it. That's oh, they're good. all over the place. All over the place. They're, the last one I was watching was like the military was uh, cutting a piece of their brains out so they would never sleep again. So mm-hmm. they'd be more aggressive and like have a higher kill count in war. It was gnarly. Dude, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was like way too on point. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little scary. Anyway, uh, deprived of work by COVID, prison escapee of 30 years goes back to jail willingly. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, an, again, Australia. So, uh, uh, Sydney police station, a 64 year old fugitive on the run for 30 years, moves back in. He originally got out of jail 30 years before the hawks, hacksaw blade and bolt cutters. I don't know why they gave him that in jail. It seems like a bad idea. (laughs) So when he put it in a pie. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but, uh, last name, uh, Darko Desic is his name. He surrendered into the Sydney police station after living on beaches, being a handyman and such for 30 whole years. 
uh, couch surfing and the like because he said he can't find any uh, cash in hand work anymore because of COVID and he's just tired of not having a roof over his head. So <laughs> he's back in jail, back, back in jail to do another seven year term. What a life. Whoa. I know, Wait, right? He escaped for 30 years just to go back for seven. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I guess uh, his, they, his sentence must not have been that long. Uh, he was in jail for for marijuana and and some other things, but he was supposed to be in jail for a long time at the time. Mm. Uh, he was thirty five when he escaped, so he's now sixty five years old. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, his sentence was only supposed to be. He served thirteen months of his sentence before he escaped. He was born in Yugoslavia, actually. The reason he escaped is he was afraid he would be sent back to Yugoslavia where he'd be put into the military because he didn't do his military term, which is why he defected to Australia, mm-hmm. which is why his name's so cool, too. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Here's, here's a headline for you. The unhackable phone was given to prisoners in the Scottish government, which were immediately hacked and used to buy drugs. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, due to COVID and people not being able to uh, go and visit prisons at the time, they were given, they, they got a contract from a company who was making an unhackable phone that could be super secure so the prisoners could talk to only a few contacts and, you know, like basically keep in touch with family, relatives, friends, etc. Um, and the phones were given to 7,600 inmates and... Uh, 728 of them were immediately hacked, put illegal SIM cards in, and then used to sell drugs throughout the prison and outside. Oh, my God. (laughs) They're very, very ingenious, the prison officer tells the news. Whoa. Damn. Yeah. I have a a vibe. All right. What's your vibe? It's It's like a crossover animal slash vibe. I love it. Okay. Let's hear it. It's five zebras have been on the run in Maryland for more than a week. What? <laughs> yeah. And so... They just can't catch them? Yeah, I guess they can't catch them. It says, don't mistake <laughs> them for escaped convicts in prison suits, but five zebras, yes, you read that correctly, zebras are on the loose in Maryland. Animal services, animal services officials in Prince George's County said Wednesday that five zebras escaped more than a week ago from a private farm near Belfeld and Dooley Stations, blah, blah, wherever it was. And then the owner, who they didn't identify... Wait, there's a private owner yeah, that owned these zebras? Yeah. And so he's trying to lure them back with grain into a temporary corral, but the zebras aren't following him. Well, yeah, they're eating they, grain all the time. You've got to give something nicer. They, yeah. They just, like, don't fucking care. you got to give them that gum. What's that gum? It doesn't last very long. Oh, uh... It's zebra gum, right? Oh, that gum uh, with the tattoo on your tongue or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Why doesn't he try that? (laughs) Wasn't it you who told me we had that gum, and you're like, I want to apply this idea to condoms, so there's a tattoo on your dick. (laughs) Yeah, of little dinosaurs and things. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that was my million-dollar idea. I do have a website for it. Fruit Stripe. Fruit Fruit Stripe. stripe. Fruit Stripe, yeah. 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 I'm going to try to buy dickstripe.com right yeah. now. It's probably taken. <laughs> dickstripe. <laughs> yeah, please do it. It's anyway, so zebras always lead to that. You know, zebras are really aggressive animals. And when they fight each other, they'll bite each other's butts with their like gnarly teeth and rip off chunks of their each other's oh. asses. Yeah, when Ow. they're fighting Ooh. during mating season. That one's off the dome, everybody. I nice know that done. one. Yeah. You do have a lot of those facts. Yeah, you just you just chock full of animal Weird sex and violence facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Animal mating rituals, mostly, it seems like. Yeah. 
If we're going down the animal kick, I got some some interesting animal stuff for you here. Yeah, I have some more after you. Lab-grown woolly mammoths could walk the earth in six years if geneticist's new startup succeeds. This is how Jurassic Park starts, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So serial tech entrepreneur Ben Lamb reached out to Harvard geneticist George Church. They'd met in Boston. They talked about how much they love woolly mammoths. And now, here we go. They want to genetically engineer the endangered Asian elephant, woolly mammoth, to withstand Arctic temperatures and bring them back into the world. Yeah. Why? Nobody knows. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for what purpose? We treat animals like shit anyway. I, I think they're trying them? to do a live action ice age. Mm-hmm. You know? Because Ray Romano is still going to do the voice, but they—they, they, <laughs> <laughs> it's really expensive to like cover a regular elephant and all that first. So that's like I just make some. What animal is Ray Romano in it? A woolly mammoth. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're going to make <laughs> Ray Romano. Yeah, his name's going to be Ray, mammoth. the woolly they'll mammoth. Just, they'll just CGI. No, his it'll mouth. be like in Tusk, the movie Tusk, where they kidnapped they kidnap a guy and they do body horror stuff to him to turn him into a walrus. It's the most terrifying movie I've ever what? seen. What? That sounds they, horrible. Listen, it's called the it's called Tusk because they amputate his legs from the knees down. Watch out listeners, this is gross. Yeah, amput- this is a graphic uh yeah. if if you got young ones listening with you, uh, first off, why? why? Jesus, why? what are you yeah. thinking? But second off, uh, cover your ears, little ones, because I know you're probably in the car. They sew his front, they sew his arms to his rib cage so that they're like little flippers. They amputate him from the knee down and they take his tibia and they drill holes inside where his front two teeth are and they filed down his tibia to be like a tusk. Just one? Two. Two of them, each tusks. tibia. Tusks. Tusks. Ugh. Yeah. Did, did they sew his fingers together, too, so it's more flippery? They, they like, sewed him inside some walrus skin. So it's, like, his, it's, like, a hodgepodge of his own skin and walrus skin. Oh, God. Yeah. It's the grossest thing ever. Oh, my wow. God. Yeah. You find some great movies. Yeah, you can catch that on Netflix, everybody. I think you can on, like, Hulu or something. <laughs> Speaking of movies, how long till we get the tall guy? Uh, oh, yeah, tall uh, man. It's, tall uh... Man. In about fifteen days, about two weeks. Okay, we'll we'll be ready. I think it's yeah. like thirteen days now. By the time this comes out, it'd be twelve days. Yes. So get ready for that review, everybody. That's <laughs> gonna be a big one. Anyway, so Ray Romano's gonna be a woolly mammoth. Yes. <laughs> is that what's happening? Yeah. Everybody loves woolly mammoths. Well. <laughs> everybody loves woolly mammoths. Uh, Mexico is uh, going to give away the famous El Chapo safe house in oh, a regional the one with lottery. The cocaine hippos. Yep. They yeah. uh, they did uh, there there was a bathtub in it that El Chapo famously escaped into underground tunnels. They've uh, cemented that over and put mm-hmm. the bathtub back. Um, but I guess yeah, President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador has uh, started a lottery of seized properties, including the house that they are uh, putting up, uh, basically for uh, for sale in the neighborhood. Uh, it's valued at one hundred eighty three. That's only one hundred eighty three thousand. Let's just go buy the El Chapo yeah, house, guys. One hundred eighty-three thousand American. I thought I read that wrong. <laughs> so no, it's it's the house. It's, well, I mean, it's a, technically like a foreclosure. Yeah. So it's going into like it'll probably be in like a bidding war. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Let's try it. Let's do a field trip for the pod. Yeah. You yeah. And, you and Natalie are looking for a place. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Austin could be called guys, El Chapo. Look yeah. out, uh, January twenty twenty-two. We will be doing a tour of the El Chapo house live. Yeah. That'll be episode. Mm, probably 50 something by then yeah perfect yeah. yeah it'll have to be on youtube 
Yeah. We'll finish up the vibe of the world here. Do you do you have more animal stuff for us? I do, but do you want to finish up vibe of the world first? Do you want to just move into animal stuff? Yeah, I'll tell you about animals. I mean, I can finish vibe of the world really fast. Ready? Do it. Here we go. Quickly. Very quickly. Two years ago, a $4.8 million golden toilet was stolen from Blenheim Palace. Blenheim. 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 Thank you. Blenheim Palace. Blood. Blood. They still have no idea who did it. Do you know the toilet's name? Uh, no, was it? <laughs> Good guess. Was it a crapper? No, it was America. Oh. Yeah. Right. America. The, the toilet. toilet was named America, I've a golden to toilet. Blenheim. I've been outside of it. So they could all shit on America. Wait, I think I've been to Blenheim. They've put out reward money and everything for it, and still to this day. How did someone unhook that toilet and just walk out? I don't know. It's like a fully hooked up, fully golden toilet. It had to be like custodial it's staff. It's not just the seat? No, the whole thing. It's, it's pure gold. gold. How can you do that? Yeah. I mean, you can build anything out of any metal. Like no, that. not that. I mean, how can you steal <laughs> it? Steal it is what you mean. That would be heavy, meant. too. That would yeah. be a heavy toilet. I mean, you just have to unhook it from the wall. Yeah, but then, then you gotta care. It it's gotta be more than one dude who did it. Yeah. And it's gotta be a team. You could put it on yeah. a dolly. You guys, we gotta get the team together. Yeah, we gotta get a team. We yeah. steal other golden toilets around yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there any, like, uh, toilets made out of or let's uh, just steal ivory or like, something? Special toilets, yeah. Like special an, toilets. Like an original crapper toilet? Is that the one that talks? No, the one we talked about a few weeks ago. The guy who invented the... Oh, Thomas Crapper's Thomas toilet. Thomas Crapper's? Yeah. One of his originals? A Thomas Crapper exclusive, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Steal one of those uh, manholes off covers off the street. <laughs> we <laughs> start, we gotta start small. Yeah. No, that's that's like a reasonable crime. And then I, I think we get, can get into that. I could get arrested. And then, you know, give me, whatever, five years in some type of Europe European prison. And we could still get you one of those Scottish hacked phones, and you could still, like, call yeah. into the podcast every week. Yeah, and my, like... Little Nokia from 1999. Yeah, that's pretty much what I have. Just call in, you guys can voicemail record me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Finally, from Florida. Meat vending machine serves raw cuts and late night snacks. Ooh. Oh, God. Yeah, no, yeah. like literally it's called the Boozy Pig Butcher Shop and uh, they have a 24 hour refrigerated uh, raw meat vending machine. It takes debit, credit, Apple Pay, or Google Pay. It's filled with, quote-unquote, all kinds of stuff, from raw meats such as bacon, pork, Italian sausages, and ground beef. It has different types of burger cuts and even steaks. Wait, why do you want raw meat? Sometimes you can get a Cuban sandwich. Just raw? You can't, like, I mean, you really can't go buy, like, cuts of meat late at night. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, Safeway, kind of. But maybe they don't have that. Where is this again? This is in Florida. Of course. Yep. (laughs) They're hoping to get more in the Tampa Bay area. We'd love to see more of these around town and really expand our footprint. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm I'm curious how many people get sick off that. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's meant to go home and be cooked, but who knows (laughs) how many people actually do that. Tyler doesn't know because he's a vegetarian. (laughs) You guys eat raw ground beef. I've heard that most people eat it cooked. I've had raw beef at a asian restaurant that's tartar no not tartar well i've had raw reindeer i've had reindeer tartar yeah they do horse had, too but some japanese like restaurants dry age it or something there's no I, ha- I was at like a or cure it i was at like a korean or chinese restaurant and we had raw beef like it was yeah i mean that's like a car- yeah. like, carpaccio. hey look what we found yeah. it's about to go bad at an italian place carpaccio's just thinly sliced raw beef. yeah yeah 
But I mean, they do something to it to make it so the bacteria is gone. They cure it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. A little lemon. Salt it. Maybe. Mm, lemon would kind of taste funny on beef. Yeah. I don't know. I don't eat it. Yeah. Unless you're tricked into it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. There's been a few of those. Okay, speaking of meat. Yeah, let's get right on to animals. The red panda. Is it, is it like ginger colored? A.K.A. the lesser panda, the red bear cat, the red cat bear. Wait, here <laughs> we go. Red cat bear. <laughs> same same animal bear. music for you. Animal music. Nice. Is this animally? Uh, yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. Is it animally? Anyway, so there's. I feel a like hi- you could be a part of a scene of Lion King. There's a Himalayan red panda, and there's a Chinese red panda, and they diverged 0.22 million years ago. So they're not really related, but they're both red pandas. And are they like regular panda sized? Are they small, extra large? They're small. They're like a house cat. Are they called pandas? Yeah, but they're not actually related to pandas. Oh. Or bears. But they're they their, call them a red cat panda bear? Yeah. They're their own <laughs> Wait, thing. so what is this animal now? <laughs> it's a red panda. It sounds like a raccoon and a koala made a baby. Yeah. And it's red. And they have a really waddly gait because of their front legs are shorter than their back legs. So they mm, walk really funny. That's a good design, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a duck walk. Yeah. Like and, um... They, my favorite, my, my favorite word is crepuscular. Do you guys know this word? Crepuscular. 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 Yeah. I clearly don't know this word. It means. Carpuscular. Crepuscular. 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 Could you use it in a sentence? It means being active at twilight. Active at twilight. Yeah. Like an active at dawn and dusk. You so know. not necessarily nocturnal. No. So fish are crepuscular. Crepuscular. Deer are crepuscular. Active hmm. at twilight. Um, anyway, so red pandas are crepuscular and nocturnal. Wow. Yeah, because some animals are just nocturnal and they'll sleep through the sunsets and sunrises, you know. But these guys party long and hard. These guys party long and hard and they sleep during the day. And huh. they, Sounds familiar. They're arboreal. Yeah. It's pretty much you. <laughs> no. They climb trees. Oh, dude, they do look like a raccoon. Yeah. Like, like oh, a wait, really cute I raccoon have, fox. I want to play their sound because they oh. do a special yeah, sound let's, during let's, mating season. Let's get a sound like in. A weasel. Can I just do it from here? Sure, I, why I not? I want one. Are they also part dolphin? This is their mating call. Wow. Yeah. We're just hearing a bunch of these things. Are these things endangered? Just it's called a twittering, fucking? tweeting, and whistling. So. A twittering, a tweeting, and a whistling. Yeah, a twittering and tweeting. That was going to be the name of our, uh, of our uh, folk album. Mm-hmm. Twittering, <laughs> tweeting, and whisper, 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 whistling. Yeah. They're good. And they're, um, they like to piss on things, you know, like They got a lot like in common cats. with you, Aust. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. They're not allowed to go to a felt music home. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're, they're eaten by snow leopards and humans. Humans eat them. Humans eat them? Yeah, I guess so. What kind of sick humans eat that cute thing? Well, we eat cute things. Yeah, you, I suppose. you don't. Bunny. Yeah, you guys baby, eat bunnies and cows and... for five hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Well, is there like a lot of them? But Do they, they like breed them to eat? I don't think there's a lot of them. Oh no, it was a scam. It said they're illegal to buy. But they eat a lot of bamboo. Sometimes they'll eat like rats and birds and eggs and flowers, but it's <laughs> just all over the place. They huh? mostly eat bamboo. They just eat whatever. They're like yeah. people. They just eat everything. Yeah. Um. They can't. Taco Bell? 
They can't digest cellulose? Cellulose. Yeah. Isn't that like a fat? A fat? Yeah. Uh, they have, so they have yeah. to eat a lot of bamboo to survive. Yeah. So it's a very fibrous diet. Yeah, lots of fiber. Yeah. And, you know, they, you know, they're non-monogamous. Non-monogamous? <laughs> they're non-monogamous. Oh, they're polypartiers. Oh, no. poly so, cellulose is that... Uh, uh, it's like part of plant cell walls. Yeah. Okay, so I was wrong about the fat thing. But so they don't eat green plant stuff. They eat like bamboo shoots the bamboo, and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, so no leafy greens. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Interesting. And then they're, you know, they're blind when they're babies, so they recognize their mom by their smell, like other animals. Just like Austin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like Austin. Run. <laughs> all, his, all his moms, <laughs> they yeah. all have different smells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those, but they're tiny. They're like the size of a cat, and they're cute, and yeah, and that's mostly it about red pandas. I know? loved it. They're very cute. They're very cute. They look like a little. They're like a fox, fox. raccoon. They look like an anime creature. Yeah, I feel like they are in some animes, right? Yeah, I feel like I've seen these things. They kind of have a little bit of a lemur face going on too. I think their face is cuter than a lemur. Oh, it is. Yeah, by yeah. far, they're much more teddy berry. I feel like I should have had something a little more. Well, whatever. Doesn't matter now. Doesn't matter now. About our music? Yeah, I could have done something a little cuter. Yeah, that kind of sounded like it was from Mulan. It was. But it was a it was a Chinese panda. I know the right come at me, Disney. Yeah, come at me. Where'd it go? You have a what? There it is. There you go. There it is. Music. They seriously sound like dolphins. That's crazy. Well, on that yeah. note, you guys want to take a, a quick little, uh, quick little uh, commercial break. Yeah, money commercial break. break. Money maker. Yeah. Boom, Shake boom, your boom. Money maker break. We'll be back soon. That was a wink. Again, you couldn't hear. That was a wink. Here we go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And, and we're, we're back. back. Here we are. Uh, Janine had to write a red panda. To yeah, she people. made that weird like <laughs> yeah. noise and just like bailed out of the house. She had a date with an Ewok in a movie theater. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. We can finish strong. Just us boys now for the end here. So uh, back to the original crew. Speaking of animals, the Australian Bandicoot crash. Crash Bandicoot. The yeah. last of his his kind. Like yeah, looks back like, from looks like a rat with long ears. Yep. They're back from the brink of extinction. Really? Yep. They're a, f- a, a fall flurry, a small furry marsupial that roam the grassy plains of Australia's Victoria state has been brought back from the brink of extinction. They uh, had a bunch of non-native foxes in the area and feral cats, which uh, completely devastated their numbers, brought it down to 150 total left in the world. And now, after 30 years of conservation efforts, they're at an estimated 1,500 bandicoots. Wow, they've 100% more? 1,000% yep, more? Yeah. This is the first time in Australian history they were able to change the status of an animal from extinct in the wild to endangered. 
Uh, Bandicoot started plunging in rates in the 1980s, given that 30-year uh, thing, but through breeding programs and predator-free sites uh, protected by trained dogs, they are able to move the animals to fox-free islands, and it's official that the Bandicoot is back, baby. Pretty oh, rad. Good for the Bandicoot. You don't hear about that very much. Seriously, right? I mean, I feel like uh, they're probably going to come out with another... Crash Bandicoot for PS5, so they're trying to make yeah. a better thing. No, it's definitely a up. PS5 exclusive for yeah. sure. Sony had a big hundred percent. I mean, this is actually supposed to be part of of a little segment that I like to call some uplifting shit. And I didn't choose any music for it. Ooh, just take a guess. Let's just yeah, let's try. Uh... Is that uplifting enough? I feel like we can do better. Yeah, we can probably do better uplifting i want something that just brings me you know i'm gonna do something that uplifts me that might not uplift everybody how about that sure perfect just my sort of uplifting because what i miss in california that sounds uplifting to me is a little bit a rain hmm interesting yeah oh it's this twitter fingers <laughs> sure is <laughs> Uplifting news. So here's these articles starting starting with the Bandicoots is just good stuff because I feel like we get enough bad today, you know. So this this segment's called some uplifting shit. I'm just gonna give you good news for the next few minutes. Nothing but good. Okay. Starting with the non-extinction of Bandicoot and the upcoming Crash Bandicoot PS5 <laughs> exclusive, which I'm sure is coming soon after. Beyond that, equal pay in sports. U.S. Soccer officially offers identical contracts to both men and women's teams. Still not very much money. For the first time in history. <laughs> well, I mean, we got to get better at soccer. Yeah, but true. Well, yeah, you look at Beckham, and uh, that was a really short, uplifting song. Uh, that was very short. I feel like I'll do other countries pay them pretty well. Yeah, yeah, um, but we're the first country to offer the same pay for the same work. Oh, gotcha, okay. Yeah. That's the uplifting part. Nice. Yeah, that's good. And they definitely make more than us. Keep it uplifting. Uh, here's something interesting. On the podcast? or in- <laughs> <laughs> Both. Uh, a fundamentally new way to freeze food can cut carbon emissions equal to one million cars getting off the road. So wow. I guess the way that they, uh, they looked at freezing uh, organs for transplant and stuff like that when they're mm-hmm. moving them between hospitals or whatever, they're now... Looking at using without having to change much about refrigeration devices, so they can put out a line of product that will do the same thing: refrigerate your food, which we've all gotten so used to, and freeze your food, but do so at such a low emission rate that if we all started doing it, we could cut the overall global emission and make the environment that much healthier very, very quickly. What's uh, hmm, what's the process? Uh, the process they're saying is, uh, it's well, similar to the way that they transport organs. So it's something about isochoric freezing is what they call it. It relies on storing foods in sealed rigid containers made of hard plastic or metal. Those, uh, containers then filled with, uh, a small amount of liquid. Uh, whereas conventional freezing involves exposing food to freezing cold air right mm-hmm. at sub-zero temperature uh the new method doesn't r- really use ice specifically so uh 
only 10% of the volume of water in in their new freezer is actually frozen. Um, and the pressure inside the chamber keeps the ice from expanding, like ice does as mm-hmm. it freezes. It expands. Uh, so the energy savings you get is from not having to completely freeze foods anymore to keep them cold enough to retain their ability to be eaten later. Gotcha. So they're going to be kept at a higher temperature. The, slightly, yes. Uh, cold enough to be kept, but uh, tomatoes and berries wouldn't turn to mush in this method. Things like that you get in freezer over time mm-hmm. as you you thaw them out again. It's like where they've they've found that perfect temp where things keep, but they don't have to actually be completely frozen and exposed to air, which is causing a bunch of carbon emission because your freezer keeps kicking yeah, on. Yeah, runs all the time. Yeah, yeah, just to keep things cold, 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 cold. So this could be a big game changer for the way that we refrigerate and freeze. Well, it's probably It'll probably run less too because it's not trying to keep it as cold. Exactly. It runs significantly less. So here's here's another fun one. Uh, the Lord of the Rings cast caught on to an Italian man who's decided he's just going to become a hobbit. Uh, Nicholas Gentile of uh, Italy. has uh, He's got the attention of Elijah Wood, among others, because he's an Italian pastry chef who dresses like a hobbit and has decided he bought uh, five acres of land, or two hectares, as they call it, out in Italy. He dresses and acts as a hobbit, and he's creating his own shire. He is looking for, uh, basically, help. He has over 100,000 followers on his Instagram page that are helping him turn his five acres into a miniature shire for him and his friends. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, even Billy Boyd, who played Pippin, Scottish actor. The shire is a real place. You went there, didn't you? I did. Um, Well, the set, yes, is in New Zealand. But now he wants a fully livable shire on his five acres for him and his friends that is hilarious yeah <laughs> uh he decided that reading the books and and all, all his friends must be pretty short uh not all of them he says some of his friends are dwarfs and wizards <laughs> <laughs> so you just have to duck yeah okay the dwarves will be fine couple of human friends too i think or else yeah i guess at one point too uh these friends said they walked for 300 kilometers uh to throw a ring into mount vesuvius <laughs> oh my god yeah they uh starting on august 27th lord of the rings fans variously dressed as an elf a dwarf a hobbit a sorcerer and various humans walked 180 miles from chieti to naples crossing mountains and rivers to throw the one ring into the crater of mount vesuvius he said the journey was not just an extravagant walk. He wanted to send a message that Earth today is threatened by pollution and climate emergency, which our enemies are as fearsome as Sauron. So he's like the new Captain Planet, too. He's like a ho- Captain Planet hobbit yeah. reincarnation. We wanted to show that our land, like Tolkien's Middle Earth, must be saved and protected. Uh, Samwise Gamgee was quoted saying that he was amazed by their undertaking to throw the ring into Vesuvius. I know you walk for 300 kilometers without the ring into Vesuvius, Austin says. Into Vesuvius? This is an amazing thing. I don't know if the Italian mountains are Mordor, but all that effort and work is a wonderful thing. Uh, yeah, and then they actually give you a place where you can uh, send him money if you really wanted to. So once again, uh, Italian man. His name is... Uh, 
Nicolas Gentile. If you'd like to uh, go on his Instagram page, you can uh, work your way through to a place where you can I, donate to I the Real Life Shire. I would want to like make enough money to donate and go live there. Right. Sounds amazing. And finally, an now uplifting that they've news. Done the walk. Right. They've already done all the <laughs> Hobbit stuff. Now yeah. it's just parties. Now it's just parties just and some wizard with a bunch of cool like fireworks. Really good food and parties all the time. Yeah. That's what Hobbits do. Yeah. They drink, they party, and they sleep in their little holes. Yeah. I mean, they're really nice holes. They are. Circular doors? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Finally, in uplifting news, uh, taking lessons from a sea slug. Uh, they have started to research uh, the intelligence of one of the animal kingdom's simplest creatures, the sea slug, and they think they can use uh, what the sea slug knows as a way to make AI smarter. What? I don't know if this is uplifting or this is going to start Skynet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, hmm. But uh, they have found that the material that can mimic uh, the sea slug's most essential intelligence features is actually a huge step towards building hardware that can make more efficient, reliable technology for self-driving cars, for surgical robots, for Skynet, for social media algorithms that will eventually lead to Skynet. Uh, the nice thing is uh, the end of your mortal coil could be sooner than you think when the war of the robots comes. I guess that's the other yeah, part. That's the great part. <laughs> But uh, the two main signs of intelligence that neuroscientists have learned from these sea slugs are habituation and sensitization. Habituation is getting used to a stimulus over time, such as tuning out noise or driving the same route. Uh, sensitization is the exact opposite, which is reacting strongly to new stimulus. Both things sea slugs do and not much else. So if they can find a way to mimic these in AI almost perfectly and then give it a task say you can cut out a lot of the other variables in completing that task by saying this is the stimulus this is the habitualization we need you to learn and this this uh this is the stimulus we basically want you to cut out entirely or react negatively to as in stomp the brakes or uh don't eradicate human life yeah yeah that's that's that is just crazy how they can do that. So sea slugs are going to go extinct. Uh, I don't know if they're like, uh, they probably are cutting them up, huh? This is supposed to be uplifting. How do you, how do you know what's going on inside? I just watch them. I guess they have a little, like, they're putting it on an underwater brain scan. Yeah, a little, little like, little <laughs> slug scan yeah. instead of a cat scan. They're like, no, yeah, he's definitely smart. Yep. <laughs> uh, that slug definitely knows uh, how to deal with this bad stimuli, which is me poking it and cutting it in half. Yeah, all that stuff makes you think about eating animals now. You're like, if a slug has that much intelligence. Right. And finally, kinder news, everybody. A short, sweet kinder news today, but a kinder news none the less eventually i'm still waiting for one to top that kid who drove his little sister learned how to drive a car and drove his little sister to mcdonald's right i mean that's like <sighs> that kid needs a, like seriously like a nobel peace prize yeah no i mean that is hard to beat in an actual kid thing i think steve from last week had a really good talk steve that was a surprise yeah yeah was a surprise. feel good that was a surprise. Steve might actually start a TV show where he teaches us all how to adult because when he abandoned us so many years ago, we never actually recovered and learned how to balance checkbooks or, you know, like buy a home <laughs> or survive. These are APRs. <laughs> anyway, here comes Kinder News. Kinder News. 
Here comes the drop. So today, I just wanted to uh, actually hearken back to a much older Kinder News where we listened to Fen Rosenthal. She had her first uh, debut song out. Uh, she was, she's a kid, isn't she? Dinosaurs in Love. Yeah. She's yes. like a child. Well, she's a little bit older now. But what I didn't realize is um, that one song that got famous by her, turns out that she actually has a, has a full album out and now a book. Fen Rosenthal is an author, officially. She wrote Dinosaurs in Love, the book. And she uh, has a full-length EP called They're Awake, um, with the hit song on it, They're Awake. Um, so I thought, Fen, as both How a... How old is she now? She was three or so when that happened. I think she's about seven now. And she's a published author. She's a published author. She is an official musician with a fully recorded album and more music out and works with her dad. Wow. Yeah, she's doing great. And uh, in honor of Fen, I thought we'd hear her. Hopefully the drugs use side of the music life is later. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, she probably eats a lot of Play-Doh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I thought, you know, since... Since Fen is doing good work, we would we would have a quick listen to they they're awake, uh, the title song from the title album "They're Awake" by Fen Rosenthal. Are you ready? Yeah, let's All do right. it. Let's have a little I'm listen. Excited. It's actually produced pretty well. Oh my god, they're napping in the plane. song i think that was it It, is it not is there a drop i think we're actually listening to the whole ep now tigers something to tigers in the war That was kind of a dark song. That was called Tigers in the War. Oh man, they're still going. They got more. Zebras. Into this album. 
Cut it if you want, but if you just want to kind of write it out, it's like a minute more. Yeah, I'm down. Like an Elton John song. That's the dad in the background queuing up. Yeah. solid album honestly i feel like uh it wouldn't be a bad idea for even you know this local band that i know to do it that entire mashup yeah i think that would be a worthwhile cover series just a whole yeah. series i really like it yeah why not right just get it just get just get it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a, i mean I wonder how much of the writing she does, or if it's all dad. Uh, no, she does all the lyrics herself, and dad, uh, dad basically... Oh, I know this kid. Yeah, I thought I'd end Kinder News today with the apparently kid. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, apparently. remember him? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, probably one of the greatest Kinder News interviews of all time, yeah. so I don't think it needs any introduction, I'm just gonna let it roll. Yeah, just let it ride. Apparently... This kid. One second. What did you think about the ride? It was great. And apparently, I've never been on live television before, but apparently, sometimes I don't watch the sh- I don't watch the news because I'm a kid, and apparently, every time, apparently, Grandpa just gives me a remote after we watch the Powerball. <laughs> Tell me about the ride. What did you think about the ride? Well, it was great. Because apparently you're spinning around, and apparently every time you get dizzy, yeah. that's all you do is get dizzy. Is it fun? Yeah. <laughs> and I've never, ever been on live television. I never, ever be on live television. Are you excited? Yeah, and apparently I only went down the super slide. When I went down the water, I was scared half to death. <laughs> I just freak out. Okay, okay. Right. What I need his name. Hi, honey. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. I'm just gonna ask him. What's his name? Noah. Noah. What's your last name? Dick Ritter. How do you spell your? How do you spell his last name? Ritter. R I T T E R. Okay. Where are you guys from? Wilkesbury. Wilkesbury. All right, buddy. 
Good stuff. Thank you, apparently, kids. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure he was on Ellen DeGeneres a bunch. I yeah, I mean and this kid blew up. I mm. wanna see where's apparently kid now, do you know? I have no idea. I know he went on Ellen like two or three times. How old is this kid? And Ellen took him out to do other things, apparently. Apparently, kid. Oh, Ooh, boy. He's definitely been eating well. Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> apparently, kid. Noah Ritter. Noah Ritter has uh, an Instagram. I uh, He's pretty much just living... Living his childhood dream, although he is clearly much, much older now. Uh, I think Ellen was the top, the top of his career. He just kind of took that money and ran with it to other amusement parks. Yeah, perhaps he won the Powerball with Grandpa. What happened to the apparently kid? It's the apparently kid. Um, I just want to say disclaimer this channel the world is wondering what happened to noah ritter ever since his rise to fame on the ellen show fans have been wondering if noah ritter is still on social media noah ritter was debatably the funniest guest that has ever been on ellen it's a little odd that he has disappeared ever since he got his fame even during one of his interviews on ellen he mentioned that he made a youtube channel it seemed like he was ready to become a youtuber and become a big name celebrity so he explained what happened to noah ritter where he went and what he's up to in this video noah ritter didn't really capitalize on the opportunity that Alan gave him. But I mean, Noah was very young at the time and was just having fun, so you can't really blame him. With that being said, it would be a lie if we said Noah just turned back into a normal kid. Despite not being talked about throughout the world like he once was, Noah is still actually doing well for himself. He can sometimes be found on the TV show, Toy Box. On Toy Box, contestants pitch their ideas for new toys to a panel of industry experts. That's However, the catch is, is that, that the contestants also have to pitch their toy ideas to a panel of child judges as well. Ritter is one of those judges that appears on the show, adding his humor and charm to the show. He is still the same lovable little kid that appeared in that viral video and on Ellen several years ago, and has not lost any of his humor. Look at my hand. It's like I know where I got the scar. Treadmill accident. How much money would I have to save to buy this toy? $59.99. $59.99 every day. As you guys can tell, Noah grew up a lot. What did you expect though? He wasn't going to remain the little kid that he once was on The Ellen Show. With that being said, he has matured greatly, but his hilarious personality is still there. Have you noticed this guy says with that being said a lot? Yeah. Like the apparently kids is apparently. Apparently. Like, no, uh, it's doing this guy's well. like, that being said, uh, obviously he's not a little kid. That being said, he might be an adult. That being said, he's not quite an adult. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. He's like iced tea on CSI. All right. So what we did learn from that little piece of trivia is that there's a show called The Toy Box. The Toy Box where kids it's basically, pitch toys and it's, adults pitch toys. Yeah. It's like the shark tank and the kids are the rich people who want to buy the toys and the adults have to pitch toys to the kids to see if the kids would buy them. And then I'm assuming the parents have to pitch the money out to actually make the toys a reality. I would imagine or the show or, does or like the industry will be like, well, most kids liked it. Might as well give it a try. Yeah. I mean, now I have to look up the toy box. Uh, yeah. I mean, where he's from East coast, right? New Jersey. I think so he's gotta said. be an American television. Yeah. Show. We're gonna have to look up the toy box now. Well, anyway, I think we should wind down for yeah, the day on that. Idea. Everybody, 
uh, check out the toy box for one thing. <laughs> We're going to for sure. Uh, I'll do a review next week mm-hmm. on the hit I'll television series right I've never heard see of. See if I can stream it somewhere. Toy box is going down. Uh, everybody, this has been featuring Jeff Goldblum. It was featuring me. I was featuring Janine briefly for the first half of the episode. She had, a, she had a hot date. I mean, as always, featuring you. Yeah, Austin. There it is. The Armstrong. It's been, uh, you know, we're really sorry it's a day late, but uh, we're really glad we got to it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we actually have personal lives, too. Yeah, we had to vote. We had to see Gary Clark Jr. play live. Yeah. We had to sleep off a hangover. There's a lot going on. Yeah. There was a lot going on. Yeah. Austin was camping. I was camping. On a farm. <laughs> anyway, everybody, have a lovely evening. Uh, thank you for voting, those of you that did. I'm assuming most of you listeners are active in our community, and we appreciate it. So uh, we'll see you next week, Wednesday this time. Yeah, hopefully. On Featuring Jeff Goldblum. Hopefully, unless we have the Tommy Ago show next week. We don't. Okay. Kind of bummed we didn't go tonight because tonight was the Steely uh, Dan, Steely Dan night. cover night. Yeah, uh, there's still tickets. It starts at eight thirty. You want to drive all the way to Oakland right now? I, for that, I would. It's twenty five bucks. Uh, twenty six bucks actually. Yeah, but then drive all the way it'll, back. It'll happen again. It'll happen yeah, again. I yeah. think we gotta. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. Well. Uh, Hopefully talk to you next week. Huh? <laughs> Did you hear that, that was, noise? That was me. That was me. That was my uh, sushi lunch <laughs> coming to coming to fruition. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like wiggled right out of you. Or I have a red panda instead of you. Sure. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It was actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I want one of those. Uh, yeah. So I guess I'll, yeah, we'll be in touch about next week, I guess. Something. Yeah. Might, yeah. Be, might be camping. <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. <laughs>